Welcome to Good Enough-ish. I'm Brooke Forey. And I'm Amanda Jefferson. We are two organization-loving friends sharing tips, strategies, real-life experiences, and fails of trying to be good enough-ish at everything we juggle in life. I own Indigo Organizing. I help busy people simplify their lives at home and at work. I co-own Curious & Company Creative, a branding design firm, and I created the Balance Bound Planner that helps you get organized and prioritize self-care. You can find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish, and you can find the show notes over at goodenoughish.com. If you have questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes, email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498. So let's start the show. Let's do it. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Amanda. Hello. Hello. How are you? Greetings. <laughs> Greetings, friend. We talked about wanting to change the way that we read each That's other. Fine. Apparently, you know, I teach the KonMari class. I teach the incoming classes of KonMari consultants. And apparently every time we come back from a break, I say, welcome back. Welcome <laughs> back. That's like, I mean, every podcast I listen to, they have their standard greeting. Yeah. Do you listen to Armchair Expert? No. Dak Shepard, he always oh. says, welcome, welcome, welcome. Like that's yeah. how he starts every episode. And the deep dive, it's always like Jessica, June. June. Yeah, they just have and their... John Oliver. He always does like the like the tapping on the table and yeah. welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, Maybe. so we're just gonna lean That's into fine. the hey Amanda, hey Brooke, how's it going? Oh, good. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Are we Valley Girls now? <laughs> <sighs> Brooke, you got a couple exciting little updates ish ish for our listeners yeah we're gonna these are just little teasers because we haven't teasers. figured out exact <laughs> launch dates for these things yet but amanda the people have asked and merch is coming they've been picketing in front of our homes really we want merch i mean i've been hearing that like the good enough ish phrase is catching on it is we're know? gonna trademark it brooke we are because, I mean, I know we can add the little TM now, which we're doing, we're so doing. that the world yep. knows that good enough it's ours. is ours. Yep. Don't we... try to steal it, anybody. Nope. nope. Yep. But, um, like, even my kids, my kids say it to me sometimes. Oh, all the time. And it's it's very sweet because it's, like, they're totally getting the fact that sometimes something just has to be good enough-ish yes. for it to, for you to make it through the day or for you to hand in that homework assignment or whatever else. Yes. Like, this is a good enough-ish approach. Yes. So, yeah, we're going to have a sweatshirt, mm. a t-shirt, mm. a mug, mug, and perhaps a tote and a hat. Love a good tote. Yeah. And it's funny because Brooke's just going to, like, whip something up. You know. Because that's what she does. That's what I do. I work well She's under gonna pressure. Whip something up. I'm going to whip it up. And um, so it'll be all print on demand. Mm-hmm. So Squarespace has this great... A partnership with Printful, which is print on demand. So basically, that just means that your product is not being produced until you order it. So it decreases waste. It allows yes. for us to, um, you know, create merch without having to front the costs like I do. It with, avoids you packing. In your it avoids room. me packing orders because dining room. I have enough of that going on right now yeah. with planners, um, which I love. But yeah, this is a little bit of a different approach. So it'll be print on demand. Turnaround time will take a little bit longer. So once it does launch, be ready to just pounce on that. 
Send it to um, the gift givers in your life. Exactly. Add it to your list. For the holidays. Tell everybody you want the good enough-ish sweatshirt or t-shirt or both. Be like, just Christmas. give me all the merch. Yeah, for the holidays. Yeah. And There's that'll... a second big update, Brooke. Yeah. Ish. Yes. Which is, Brooke's getting a little Facebook group going for us. So listen, you know that I love the Facebook groups. Yes. And we all have like a love-hate relationship Correct. with so social media. I shouldn't say we all because there's plenty of people who just aren't on social media and they're happy with it. Correct. I feel like social media is necessary for my job. I also just really enjoy keeping up with people despite the negative sides of social media. Yes. But one of the most wonderful things for me about social media is groups. Yes. I I am I poo-poo Facebook all the time, but I highly value Facebook groups. Yes. I mean the mom groups really kept me sane and alive and all of the things. When I first had kids, I enjoy participating in Facebook groups for a few of the podcasts I love that just have built these, cultivated these really wonderful communities. And I feel like our listeners share a lot of the same values, all bring different knowledge and experiences to the table. So a Facebook group would be a great place to share yes, and and get to know our listeners and hopefully get some ideas that we can continue to share and credit our listeners for, yeah. um, you know, additional favors to future. future uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I swear by year two, I'll get this. <laughs> favors to our future selves, joy sparkers, things like that. We look forward to, you know, gaining some knowledge from you all. So I have created the group when we are ready to share it, we will let you know. Yes. There will be a password to get in. So you will need to be someone who is familiar with our podcast, not just any old Joe or Harry. Uh-huh. Tom, that? Dick, or Harry. Thank you. Joe or Harry. Yeah. Or Tom, Dick, or Harry. Yep. I wonder where that phrase. Anyway. Woo. So that's that's a coming. I'm excited for that. Yeah, because like too. I get friends or even you know, people that we don't necessarily know that are listeners that'll email us and be like, This is my favorite umbrella or yeah. whatever. So people well, will be have a place to put that and share it with everybody else too. Absolutely. And we hope that we still get the texts and the voicemails and the emails, which we'll be sharing um a few of those on our next episode, episode 30, our, our usual updates episode. But in the meantime, we want a place for you all to connect with each other and, and share and uh, keep up with the good enough-ish vibes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you could post pictures of you wearing your merch. I mean. Yeah. Yeah, we'll eat that up for yep. sure. Oh, yeah. So, Brooke, this episode, we want to talk about good enough-ish Thanksgiving. Yep. It's going to air on November 3rd, so people are really going to be gearing up for Thanksgiving, yeah. really thinking about it. Our American listeners, uh-huh. uh, Thanksgiving is not too far away. So what are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't we didn't know. talk about that before this, but uh, well, okay. It's one of those things where we never have had like a tradition of like we always have it at the same place. Mm. You know, we used I think we used to have like we would have it at my mom's house, but now mom lives with us here. Um, Or we would have it at my sister's house. Um, My brother-in-law is an excellent cook, but it's also a lot of pressure for him. And he gets really stressed out about the cleaning and all of that kind of stuff. So. I don't know what we're going to do this year. I, in years past, I think for the past two or three years, I have become a huge fan of 
ordering the Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. Yep. We have done everything from local restaurants, mm-hmm. catering. They usually have really awesome. And I like the idea of supporting a small local business. You can also do like Wegmans or Whole Foods. We've even done Boston Market before. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I love their mac and cheese. Um, so that's been really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, so for Thanksgiving, we go to my in-laws side of the family. So for the last few years, it's been much smaller because of COVID. This year, I don't actually know what we're doing. I mean, I know that we're always in central Pennsylvania. So the way that we have kind of arranged the holidays since Nick and I got married was that we do Thanksgiving with his family Mm -hmm. and Christmas with mine because, um, you know, Nick is an only child. And so I really want my kids to have Christmas with their cousins who Mm -hmm. are my brother's kids. It's their only cousins. So we do Christmas with the cousins, but oftentimes either Nick's parents, you know, we'll see them either the day after. So, I mean, we still see everyone at Christmas time for sure. But so Thanksgiving will be in central Pennsylvania and I mean, the first Thanksgiving that I was with them all, it's like straight up 35, 40 people. Holy moly. It's a big group. That's a lot of peopling. It's a lot of peopling. They're all wonderful. It like amazes me that the operation that they've got. Like they just got it. They've got it down to a science. Well-oiled machine. The women, you know, that just don't mess with them. They know the plan. Somebody bring, two people bring turkeys, a couple people bring this side. I usually bring cookies and we bring like a tossed salad and Nick's mom always makes the stuffing and Nick helps her with that. So Mm. we've got a good Good system. We had a good system for years there, but then once COVID hit, we started just doing a smaller Thanksgiving with just Nick's parents. Uh So yeah, I don't actually know what we're doing this year. Right. I am not someone who has ever hosted Thanksgiving on my own. Don't know if I ever will. And I am cool with that. Brooke, I don't like hosting. It's not one of those rites of passage that I feel like I ever need. Like some people I don't, feel very like excited about the prospect of hosting a holiday. I'm good. I'm good. I don't feel like hosting anything. No, me neither. I feel like I, so my friend Patty, who's a fellow Mari consultant, she used she would talk about these like come as you are parties mm-hmm. and those are so much more like my yeah yeah like you can come in your day pajamas as we are wearing now mm-hmm. she's like come as you are i have no idea what my house is going to look like i have no idea what we're going to eat i have no idea who's coming but just show up and we'll probably order a pizza amazing that is my idea of hosting yeah but, you know, we have some friends that are like more foodies. And when I host them, I feel like, you know, they really want a nice meal. And it's very stressful. Yeah. I don't feel like I've spent any time like relaxing and enjoying. I'm the whole time worried about, you know, whatever. Yeah. So especially with the kids, like, oh, let me get out the stuff for them to play. And da, 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 this person needs a Band-Aid. And do you have sippy cups? And it's like, oh, my God, I'm exhausted. Yeah. So. Well, and the great thing about hosting these days, like you mentioned with being able to order food. So, I mean, there's, there is a halfway, there's a good enough-ish way to host and, you know, you might still have the pressure of keeping your house clean and tidy and, and all of that, but the cooking part does not need to be your responsibility. Correct. And that's what I love with, I think, I mean, I'm sure that there was always ordering options for Thanksgiving, but I feel like in the last five, six years, it has really become more common for people to order a full Thanksgiving dinner or just order the turkey and 
a couple of the sides and then you can still make your grandmother's XYZ recipe that like I love my mom's. Um, She makes a great sweet potato casserole. Mm. So sometimes she will order and, you know, like I said, we don't do Thanksgiving with them, but like for Christmas, if she's hosting Christmas, which for us is always kind of like Thanksgiving dinner part two, we kind of serve the same yeah, it's kind of the same stuff. I love a good turkey. I mean, uh, yeah. I could have that every day. I don't day. really like turkey, but I like all the sides. All the sides. Yeah, the the mashed potato. I mean, just oh, give God. me a vat of mashed potatoes oh, and I'm please. a happy camper. Yes. Um, every time they make the mashed potatoes at my in-law's house, like they sit it near me and I'm like, okay, what's everybody else eating? Because these, these are, are mine. mine. Yeah. So, but you can find, remember the, um, who was the woman on, I don't know if she's on Food Network, but Sandra Lee, the semi-homemade, she used to have a show. She probably still does. I don't know. But just the idea that things don't have to be homemade from scratch to for you to have a great experience and a delicious meal. Right. And you don't have to put the pressure on yourself to make a from-scratch Thanksgiving dinner. Because the whole point of Thanksgiving is just to hang out with family and friends. And to give thanks. And, like, just be thankful that there is food in front of you. Who cares who made it? Yes. Yes. (laughs) At least that's my attitude. I'm kind of a Grinch when it comes to, like, I don't, I think holidays bother me sometimes because... Even, you know, Valentine's Day and Mother's Day, it just feels like so much hullabaloo, you know? And and those are Hallmark calendar, you know, or Hallmark holidays. And even like Thanksgiving, it's like not even the real story, you know what I mean? That's a whole nother conversation. That is a whole nother conversation, but but an important one. But a very important one. And so I get a little bit stressed out about like Thanksgiving should be this way. And it's like, well, it's really just about like hanging out and enjoying each other's company and yeah, eating good food. Exactly. Um, some of the things that I'm thinking, so um, I really love a good old kids table. Do you guys do it when you used to have like these 35, 40 people? Would you have a kids table? We wouldn't have a specific kids table because everybody's kids at that point were not like, maybe little on but the like, little side. Yeah, like Paige and Graham still needed to kind of be next to us so we could help them get their food yeah. and cut it up for them. And that would just be annoying if they were at a whole separate table. But there would usually be a big table set up in like the kitchen slash dining room and then the little screened in porch would have a mm. long collapsible table yeah. for everyone else. And so we would usually be at the quote unquote kids table, yeah. like the, the secondary the table. table yeah. Growing up. Thanksgiving's growing up were really fun because, as you know, I grew up on a farm. Mm. And so we lived on like a 200-acre farm, and we lived just down the road from my grandmother, so it was her farm. And, you know, it was all just really good comfort food. Comfort food, yes. yeah. And um, we had the little kids' table. And I liked that because we didn't have to be participating in the adult conversation. Yeah. And it just, it was kind of fun to be on the kids' table. I also think it's, like, I really, re- to be co- cognizant of the fact that, like, so Isabel is a very choosy eater. And not, like, if she eats a roll, that is fine. I was going to say a roll and corn will probably be Paige's Thanksgiving right. dinner. Yeah. Right. Like, I think a lot of parents get into the, like, I've just slaved over this whole meal. It's I like, no, no, it's not about that. No, it's fine. I want to eat. You can eat whatever you want as long as you're not yes. begging me for something. <laughs> like, just here, yep. Rolls. You can have as many rolls as you want if I can have enjoy my my stuffing and, and sweet potatoes. And- Speaking of that, I have also mastered the Thanksgiving Day attire because I do leggings with like a tunic or something because well, you, you need the stretchy pants. You need the stretchy pants. Yeah. yeah. I've made the mistake of wearing tight jeans. Ugh. Why? 
Why? Why did I do that? Why? Yeah. I'm upset and, about that. And because I always need, so Thanksgiving at my husband's family is also, this was something I didn't know until like our first married Thanksgiving. We got there and they eat early. They have like one o'clock dinner. Okay. Um, which I would call lunch, but it's it's a big meal, so they call it dinner. Okay. What you know, it's okay. it's one semantics. of those things, yep. semantics that we'll never agree on, but it's fine. So I'm, you know, I'm indulging on, on Thanksgiving. I'm I'm going to town. I'm gonna oh, eat yeah. everything I'm gonna have as much as I want, and then I'm gonna lay down and, and take a little nap yep. if I need to. Yep. And then at like five o'clock, they get everything back out again. That's soon. It's really soon. Soon. It's soon. But they do it. And I was like, wait, we're eating again? And and I was like, I hadn't saved room. So now I know, like, maybe don't overindulge at okay. meal one. Right. Because you got to save room for, as Ross from Friends would call it, the moist maker sandwich or whatever mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. your Thanksgiving leftover tradition is. Right. Thanksgiving so, part two. Yeah. So yeah. now I know. But, it, yeah, it's basically just a day full of eating, which, you know. Fine. It feels right. Fine. It does. Um, I want to, so two things I want to talk about. One is dealing with family drama. Yeah. And the second one is, this is going to sound crazy, but using Thanksgiving as an opportunity to declutter. Yeah. So the first one, dealing with family. Um, I picked up a little tip from Sarah Von Bargen, who mm-hmm. I really love, um, who I don't know that she's talking about money issues as much anymore, more maybe sort of joyful living. Anyway, she has this phrase that's whenever somebody says something to you that you think is inappropriate or you don't want to respond to, you just say, oh, and then their name. So if you said to, if Uncle Bob says like, so when are you guys going to have another kid? Oh, Uncle Bob. (laughs) And you're done. Mm -hmm. You've signaled to him that we're not talking about it. Mm And you just, oh, Uncle Bob, pass me the mashed potatoes. <laughs> yep. Right? Yeah. I love this. Yeah. So I think just dodging any, you know, when are you going to have kids or as you're still working at that dead end job or whatever the heck these people are dishing your way, they mm-hmm. give it the old O. The second thing I want to talk about is decluttering. So I have a lot of older clients who, their children are still using their homes as unpaid storage facilities. Mm. I, I may be one of those children. <laughs> <laughs> and I have encouraged them, especially if their children are coming from out of town and are they're going to be there for the long weekend, Ooh, mm-hmm. to encourage this as an opportunity to say, hey, guys, I'm cleaning out the basement or the attic or whatever it is. You have three bins in there. At some point over the weekend, we're going to get them out and we're going to go through them and you're going to choose what you want and whatever you don't want. Like, we're going to let go of the stuff. Mm -hmm. So you best be getting your stuff now. A a smidge of an ultimatum. If you want to save those Cabbage Patch kids, it's time to grab them out of the Correct. Because there is this downtime that happens on the Friday, Saturday, Sunday, where everybody's just kind of laying around and it can be a nice opportunity for nostalgia. So um, highly encourage my older clients that have those 
unpaying storage clientele. Or if you are the unpaid If you are the unpaid storage clientele. Mm -hmm. And it can also be a fun opportunity to get cracking on some photos. Mm -hmm. A lot of my clients have these boxes and boxes and boxes of old photos that they would want to go to. So I recommend in that sort of Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like take a couple of them out and just say, hey guys, I've got these boxes of photos. Like, can we go through them together? Mm -hmm. And you can weed out all the blurry ones, all the photos of the aardvark at the zoo, <laughs> you know, like all that kind of stuff. And it can be a fun family opportunity too. That's a great idea. Yeah. Love it. Little, little tips for you. Yeah. Good. Okay. All right. I'm feeling a bit stressed now about Thanksgiving. Oh, why? But you don't even know where you're going or what you're doing. I so. think maybe that's why I'm stressed. Okay. All right. I'll figure well, maybe it out. Let's order, let's order your Thanksgiving dinner today. Yeah. Like just... Wegmans, because you know something. So my brother and his wife um, Kim have hosted Christmas for the last few years, mm-hmm. but they will order the Wegmans or wherever mm-hmm. like full turkey dinner, yeah. and it's so it's so great. Yes, the only thing that I've had problems with before is that. So there's some stuff that you kind you usually get it the day before yeah. or the morning of. Right. But then you have to do the whole reheating. You still do have so to reheat. I think yeah. it depends on how they've packaged it, but typically you have to kind of like unpackage everything, still get out the sheet pan, still get it. And so there's this whole mess and dishwashing that needs to happen. Some meals, I don't, I don't know if this is true or not. I feel like maybe with Boston Market, we almost picked it up like, Almost as a takeout. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you pick it up and then you eat it's it. It's like ready to eat. Ready to eat. Okay. I think I might want to explore that a little bit because I feel like even the reheating and the unboxing and the rebut, like that was a bit stressful. Yeah. This it's, is how lazy I am. Brooke. It's still going to be some work. Uh-huh. It's still going to be some work. We're, we're getting a window into the, my level of laziness. So, that's not only it's not oh, laziness. Okay. Laziness is a story <laughs> told to us by the patriarchy <laughs> about right, people right, who right. rest. There is no laziness. You're right. You're right. I, I mean, I'm guilty of the same thing. Stay like, tuned, uh, everybody. I am going to put together the world's most good enough-ish Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay, let's stay do tuned. it. Okay, stay tuned. Let's take a break. Okay, bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. Amanda here. I am popping in to tell you about a big Black Friday promotion that I've got coming your way soon. So I know you're going all over the place during the holidays to buy gifts, plan meals, decorate the house vendor tips don't forget your trashmen by the end of the season we're all kind of toast so black friday is an awesome time to think about how you can snag a great sale on something not for other people but to take care of you wouldn't it feel amazing to know that after all the hustle and bustle of the holidays settles down you've got a plan in place to organize and simplify your home and your life so Take a moment away from searching for that perfect deal on a new Dyson vacuum, which I do highly recommend, and take a minute to do your future self a favor. So I got you covered. This holiday season, I'm offering a special holiday edition of my signature Organized Everyday Online course. This is the first time I've ever offered this sale. So to celebrate, I'm offering tons of bonuses so that you can start off January on fire and get organized fast. Starting November 21st through Cyber Monday, you're going to be able to purchase my organized everyday online course at special holiday pricing so that you can finally get the organized home you've been wishing for. And that's not all, folks. 
Each day of the sale, you'll have a chance to receive some amazing bonuses, plus you'll be entered to win a big giveaway. And that giveaway might just contain some brand new good enough-ish merch and maybe some balance bound goodies. To find out when the sale launches, just go to indigoorganizing.com slash waitlist and add your name to the list. And you'll be the first to know when the sale goes live. That's indigoorganizing.com slash waitlist. See you then. We are back. We're back. Amanda, what's sparking joy for you? All right. Dive right in here. We're going to just dive right in. Um, what is sparking joy for me as we enter this fall season, well, smack dab in this fall season, is this concept of huga. You've heard of this? Yeah. Okay. It's spelled H-Y-G-G-E. Okay. And it's a Danish concept. And there was a book that came out called The Little Book of Huga, Danish Secrets to Happy Living. And the whole idea of Huga is just... There's no real like official, you know, kind of good English translation, but it's this idea of coziness, warmth. So picture fireplaces and low lights and candles and comforters mm. and comfy clothes. Basically where we want to be right now as we're still a little sleepy on this yeah. rainy morning. Yeah. yeah. It's just like a total... Um, surrendering to coziness. Mm -hmm. And that is what I'm feeling excited about right now. We are super lucky because in this house, we have three fireplaces and we got these good enough-ish logs where you just pop, it's one log and you light it still in the paper and it burns for something like three yeah. hours. Like Doraflame or something? Correct. Is that what they're called? Yeah. We put those in there and they, la they burn for like three or four hours and can I just tell you the mood difference when you've got a fireplace going? It's like the world stops. It's like the fire is going, and so I must sit, yes. and I must have a warm beverage, and I must have cozy socks, and I must have a blanket around me. So fire makes me sit my little took us down. Well, and it's like what you were talking about in our last segment about, you know, laziness. No, no, no. Okay. It's coziness. Yeah. It's huga. The intervention continues. Yeah. I mean, but but think yes, about it. It's I like know. it's encouraging coziness. There's something about the fire and, and the environment mm -hmm. that makes it feel intentional and mm -hmm. acceptable, mm -hmm. even though it's acceptable anytime to rest and stop doing whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. But this idea of huga, am I saying it right? I think so. Huga? I don't even know if I'm saying it right. It reminds me of that song. Um Hooked on a feeling. Huga. <laughs> yeah. Hooked on a feeling. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. And even though they don't say huga, and yep, that's just what happens that's in, in what my brain. Happens. Anyway, but yes, I love I love this. We don't have a fireplace, but um I'm very into lighting. Yes. When we had some work done at our house like a year and a half ago, we put dimmers in our mm -hmm. entire downstairs. Mm -hmm. And I am constantly perfecting the dim. Yes. And my kids I'm like, like a dark. vampire. I yes. like darkness. Well, because yes. it creates that coziness, mm -hmm. that huga, mm -hmm. and my kids like like to pump it up. I'm like, like this it's like a surgeon blinding. Yes, yes, and I am constantly refining. refining Can I tell you though, Brooke? You don't have a fireplace, but in our old home, which was also a townhome like yours, we did not have a fireplace. 
We would put on Netflix on the, yep. the Yule log the that Yule has log. the crackle. We have been known to do that. Or we put the... Gotta put that in the show notes. My kids sometimes um, fall asleep to the fireplace sounds mm-hmm, on mm-hmm, the Alexa. Because mm-hmm. it's the, the crackle. It's yeah. all about the crackle. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. So I feel like huga is a really nice concept too for people. You know, there's kind of like summer people and winter people, people that are really... They don't love winter, I think, because they're like, oh, it's so cold outside. But Huga really focuses on it's so warm inside. Yeah. So I think it can be a nice tool for somebody that's like, oh, I just can't wait for winter to be over. Really embracing mm-hmm. the moment. Embrace it. Yeah. So that's what's sparking joy for me right now. Love it. What are you doing to do your future self a favor? So this is something I've done for years now. And I know that there's a lot of other solutions you know, that people might have. So so take with this what you will, listeners. But something I do, I have a private board on my Pinterest account that is called gift giving. Mm. And when I see an idea, I may not have a specific person in mind, mm. but when I see something throughout the year that I'm like, oh, I love that thing or that idea to make something or mm. whatever, I add it to this private Pinterest board so no one else can see it. Mm-hmm. I can make a note if I have a specific person in mind. Mm. I will usually just remember. But it's a really good enough-ish, um, low-time commitment way to just say, ooh, love this idea. I'm going to um, – because usually either on – What can you do, like share to Pinterest? So yes. if you're on like so, a website, you'll click like the share too. Exactly. So on my computer, I have the Pinterest uh, – is it the plugin or like add-on? Or yeah, the like basically anytime I hover over an image on any website, Correct. it gives me the option to add that to Pinterest. Correct. So if I'm if on I'm on a shopping site and I see something, I will just click the little Pinterest button, pick the board, done. It's added. I can do the same thing on my phone um, because I have the Pinterest app on my phone. So it's a really quick way. I don't have to sit there and like put it in a shopping cart and then remember and then you know whatever. And I don't need to strictly add stuff to Amazon. Amazon because I'm trying to shop a little less on Amazon, yes. encourage a little less Amazon shopping. So I do, I both have the private board where I put ideas for other people throughout the year. Uh-huh. Um, this is great to remember as the holidays are getting closer, the winter holidays. But then I also have a public. Well, that's what I was going to say, Brooke. I feel like our listeners are going to want access to this. So no, I have a, I have a public one that is Brooks wish list. Oh. So if anybody asks me what I'm interested <laughs> in, that's where you can put your good enough-ish merch. Um. Or like I'll see a pair of shoes that I love and I add it there. Mm. Um, because again, if someone asks me, not that I really don't get many gifts ever because we're kind of like a low, low yeah. frills family in that sense. Like um, we usually do one secret Santa with an adult yes. in the family yes. for for Christmas in our family, and then we don't really do birthday gifts. Like we're just we're just kind of like yes. minimum effective dose. Yes, um, but I still like to keep a little wish list for myself because yes. it might even be something that I end up buying for myself later. But like, mm-hmm. ooh, remember that thing mm-hmm. I saw months ago, and I'm still thinking about it. Where was that? Well, I can just go to my Pinterest board and see it. So Pinterest Love it. is still a great tool that I use all the time. And you know, you can aggregate ideas and items from multiple websites. That's what I like about it. Because if you're giving someone an Amazon wish list, most of the things are purchased on Amazon, which yes. always isn't you can always pull my things favorite from thing. Etsy from all these small exactly. businesses. Exactly. So yeah, use Pinterest to your advantage, but start doing it now or whenever. 
Um, and just, you know, keep general ideas all the time. There may also, this is kind of another little plug here that I didn't plan to mention, but, um, Next week's episode, I will be mentioning a balance bound collaboration that will also another one. I know, I know. It's been a great fire. year. We're on fire, but I'm also tired. Um, <laughs> but another little collaboration product that might help you keep track of gift ideas. So just putting that out there. But if you're someone who prefers to keep things in um, in order digitally or, you know, just add things quickly to Pinterest or your phone, this is a great solution that I have used for many years. I love this. And I love this. A lot of my clients um, have situations where they have grandparents that gift giving is their love language for the kids, but they just have so much stuff. And mm-hmm. so they need a way to say to them, what Jimmy really needs is cleats and this size and from this location. And yes. so I love that to share with generous grandparents who might be a little bit at a loss about what to give. Yeah, you want to give some guidance yes. if guidance is desired. Correct. Yes. I love this. See, every time that you share things, I get so distracted because I'm like, yeah, we need to wrap this up because I need to create my Pinterest board right now. Yeah. Do you use Pinterest much these days? Not really. No. I will use it sometimes like if I'm working on designing a room or something like that. Yeah. But um at one point, I thought I would get more involved in Pinterest for my business, but I just <laughs> added that to the list of the 6,000 other things that I want to do, and it yeah. fell to the bottom. But um, yeah, so I'm not necessarily a Pinterest power user, but I think for this, for this, I could definitely see yeah, using it. it's a great resource. Yeah. Love it. So I would love to hear from our listeners about their good enough-ish Thanksgiving yes. ideas. So what do you do? How have you made your life easier? What are you doing this Thanksgiving? What, if there's, not doing? what are you not doing? Is there anything that we shared that could be really helpful? Mm-hmm. Do you have an Uncle Bob that you plan on doing a lot of? Oh, Uncle Bobbing, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you can, you know, send us a voicemail, send us a text, all that good stuff. Yep. Just go to our website, goodenoughish.com. Yes, I love your little voice. Oh, there's ways to contact us. <laughs> all right, this was fun. Always. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Good Enough-ish. We will be back each week with new topics, stories, tips, and personal experiences, as well as some good old friendly banter and lots of laughter. Don't forget to find us on Instagram at goodenough.ish. Email us at goodenoughishpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 484-440-9498 with questions, comments, or ideas for future episodes. Thanks for listening. Bye.